Hello, this is the Tribe Stories, the curated sermons, conversations, and collections of poetry of the Tribe Lagos. The Tribe Lagos is a gospel expression based in the city of Lagos, committed to reaching the next generation with the message of God's love and grace. May this refresh and revive you as you listen. Please go with me to 2 Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 20. This very well-known scripture. And let me put my Bible in English. I'm sorry. I was about to read it in Spanish. I'm so, so sorry. It says, And they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Jehovah. And as they went out, Yehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Let me stop there. What does it mean to be established? The definition of being established has three processes into it. The first part of God being able to establish you has to do with defining who you are. The first thing that the Lord will address in your life so that you can be established is that you have to define your identity. Then the second thing after you define your identity, is that you need to document your vision. For something to be established, it needs to be defined and documented. And once you document things, then you train others and make them run with the definition with the documentation. In other words, you have to learn to run by a vision. And when you have the three of them working together, then you have been established. The prophetic is not to make you scream and shout in your emotions. The prophetic comes to establish you. The prophetic comes to give you direction, structure, instructions, guidance. Because if not, your emotions will take the best of you. And you will be always moving like the leaves at the sake of the wind, but never accomplishing anything and getting, getting any results. And the Church of Christ has to understand that there is something beyond all the screaming and the yelling and the shouting we have to actually achieve results. Don't come to me telling me that you are an apostle, that you are a prophet, that you are a pastor with no results that are concrete in your head. If you're a pastor, you must have been able to create disciples. Where are they? Where are they? If you are an apostle, you've been sent out and you're sending out others. Where are they? If you are a prophet, you are affecting the mountains of the world. Where are your spoils? When the Lord gave me my business, my island currently, politically and financially speaking, is going through her worst season. We are a commonwealth of the United States of America. We are not an independent island. We have our own governor, yeah. But we are American citizens with no right to vote into the presidential election. However, we can be used in their army, we can be used for whatever they want us. And within our history, we've gone through a lot of oppression. And financially speaking, many of the industries, 
belong to the United States. So for you to have your own thing in Puerto Rico, it has to be God. And when the Lord told me and spoke to me about having my own business, the Lord took me through a process that lasted a year. That was rough on me because for him to be able to give me everything, he depleted me from everything. He needed to test my heart, to trust my heart, to see if he was going to be able to entrust me with something that will open up the space that he needed to bless a nation. So he depleted me of everything. He took everything away from me. He took my sense of success. See, because sometimes you think that when you have been able to accomplish many things, that is your success. Oh, oh, I finished my bachelor's degree. Of those, I have two. I finished my master's. Of those, I have three. I finished my PhD. Of those, I have two. I am also to add onto it an International Coaching Federation Master Mentor Coach. A neuro-linguistic programmer. I have many tools into my toolbox. Many accolades. <laughs> you won't be able to find nothing of it because the greatest thing that I have been called to be is talk. See, the Lord needed to see if I trusted into everything that I was able to acquire successfully or if I would acknowledge His greatest call upon my life, which is not to be a prophet, is to be a daughter. Can a father trust a daughter? Can a father trust a son? Can a father entrust Something greater, something bigger into you. Are you in alignment? Are you established? What defines you? Your exterior success? Or is it the fact that you are a daughter that does the right thing and live well for him? Are you getting something out of this? Yeah. I keep on reading. And you shall be established, believe, and remain steadfast to his prophets, and you shall prosper. See, because what the Lord is giving to this house, what the Lord is giving to, to the people that belong to this house, everything that comes from the prophetic action of God requires alignment. And alignment has to happen in the vertical and the horizontal. If you believe that your spiritual life could be in disorder and you're still going to get the things of the Lord, let me tell you, you are missing the point and you're visiting the wrong church also. For you to be able to be entrusted with the promise, you must be able to have both of your areas, both of your arenas in order with God. You have to be ordered in your spiritual, in your inner beings, in your identity. What has established you? But you have also must be able to be in order with the expression of that towards the world. Because the Lord never wanted to build a church or a kingdom that does not is able to get results. 
when God interferes in your life, He will do it to create alignment, an alignment that will connect heaven and earth. Alignment, what alignment does for you is that it will help you sow heaven on earth. So everything that happens in heaven will be happening on earth. As it is in heaven. As it is in heaven, it should be on earth. As it is in heaven, thy will be done. What makes God happy in heaven should be making him happy here on earth. Amen? So, when God calls you to alignment, what God is calling you is upon ordering the things that you cannot order without Him. The dimension of God, when He invades you, He will introduce you into the possibilities and the realities of the fulfillment of His promise here on earth. Your atmosphere, your environment, your situations, your circumstances will be immediately affected with the reality and the presence of God. And the reality of God will align you with Him. And in one moment, everything is accessible and everything is possible. Because when you walk in alignment, you become the prophet of your impossibilities. See, when God was entrusting me with, with being an entrepreneur, with becoming an entrepreneur, see, I was, I can say this without... I can say this that I'm going to I'm about to say knowing that I am not precluded. But I can tell you with all my heart that I am way too good at what I do. And I am not ashamed of saying so. I work with excellence. I walk the extra mile. I I I have been able to work in such a way that people that were supervising me will every time entrust me more and more and more. And you know what the Lord told me? And still, in your excellence, you're not achieving everything of the greatness and greatness that I have placed inside of you because you're still working for suppliers. And he slapped my face when he told me that. Still, somehow limiting you to what everything that I have been able to, to do with you, that, that I have placed inside of you, all because it is more comfortable to you to have somebody else to lead you. And I said, Ouch, you're too quiet now. I don't know if this is it, if it is that you're not liking it or you're liking it too much. Because sometimes it's better if somebody else is greater than me. It's comfortable because it keeps you in the safe zone. But when God is calling out greatness out of you, it puts you in a zone of exposure and your faith is challenged. Are we here? Are we here? See, God is calling you to move into a season of alignment in which He wants to make everything accessible and possible for you. But the prophetic that the Lord has implanted and entrusted you with requires your alignment and your authorization because the prophetic is coming to mess up the things as you know them. It will not be as you think. It will be as he thinks. And you begin to argue with God that God, this doesn't make sense. Have you been there? Yes. Am I the only one? No. Are you still there? Okay, good. 
and you're continuously arguing with God, but this is crazy, God. Yes. But this doesn't make sense. Like when he told me, write the vision for your business, I'm like, oh, come on, God. Not only that you have depleted me of everything, and when I say deplete, is I mean deplete. Like he took me off of my work, and he took me through a season of illness with cancer. He took everything. I will go to my bank account and there was a ghost in there and it was not holy. <laughs> there was a ghost and it was not holy. And he tells me, I want you to build me a business for the kingdom of God. And I'm like, wow. How? And he just told me, just begin writing the vision. Just begin defining the vision. Just begin putting the work, putting the hours. It took me hours. It took me days. It took me months. You know what he asked me? Oh, this question might be offending, but I will not be a good coach if with a question I cannot make you maybe a little bit of disruption, cause a little bit of disruption in you. He asked me, you see, he asked me, what kind of relationship with the earth do you want to have with money? And I was like, what? I didn't even know how to begin to answer that question. Because I used to think that money had value and he needed to show me that money was only but a resource. I am the one with the value. Money is only a resource. I am the one who holds the value. But I needed to acknowledge his greatness in me to be able to see it so that money will not grab me by the neck. So that I could understand that he wanted to entrust me with more, but not for it to control me, but for it to expand the kingdom. Are you getting it? Yes. But sometimes we look at those things and we see, oh, the blessing of the Lord has come into our lives and now I can get this and this and this and that. That is slavery. Are we here? Yes. If you're offended, I'm fine with it. See, because the prophetic, when it comes, it will disrupt you and it will offend you. It's not about to cater into your wishes and your ideas. It's the idea of God. Alignment. It's alignment. It's strategy. So I began writing. I began writing. And I began defining. And I needed to go inside God's heart. And I needed to go inside the Word. And I needed to believe that he was asking me for more. And I felt God was drawing out of me. See, because sometimes we have this idea that we come before him to draw out of me. But what about when he comes to your life to draw from you what he has already deposited? Oh, here. Yeah. He we read these parables of Jesus. We read the, the parable of the man who wasn't even a seed. But what about when the, the man comes back to your life? God comes back to your life requesting your fruit. Where is the fruition in you? He will draw out of you. But the prophetic for it to come to happen, it needs, it needs that you enter 
into alignment. I hear the word of the Lord just screaming, the tribe must be aligned. He wants things the way he wants them, the form that he wants them, the shape that he wants them. He wants here. He doesn't want, oh, let me tell you this, Pastor. He doesn't want here waves of water like in the sea that come and go. Uh -uh. He said, I want the flow of a river that never stops. It's not, it's not a wave that comes with force and then goes back. No, 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 no. He said, I want to open out of my throne a river that never stops. It's continuous. It is continuous in everything that has been entrusted to your life and ministry and this house. So for him to be able to open up the river and the waters to be flowing, he needs the house to align and structurize it. And I hear him saying, because there's coming the day in which I will command you to show the house to the house. To show my building to others so that they can build their own. Amen. That puts you into a spearhead anointing, which is very apostolic. Amen. Because there is a mentality that I haven't trusted, says the Lord, to this house. That requires identity of kings. See, we, in the Church of Christ, we, we, have, we have grown so accustomed to believing that we're priests. And when you're only a priest, you're trying to walk around only on one leg. But when you walk, if you want to fully experience the full expression of the heart of God, you have to be able to be a priest and a king. And know how those two work together. Priesthood in Israel was intended to present sacrifices to look after the favor of the Lord. That was the whole intent of priesthood. But kingship, kingdomness, was entrusted to be given a sword to cut the heads of the enemy so that the people of the Lord may receive mercy. So if you're very good offering sacrifices, but you're not good using the sword, you're limiting yourself. And you cannot be entrusted with more. Because you will be always working from self-pity. Come on. Are we here? Are we here? I, I feel there is an entrepreneurial anointing in this house. And I, and I, and I, need, I, need, I need to let it out. You, you cannot do things out of, out of pity, out of, out of just being so sorry for everything. You have to be able to bring forth justice, but that requires alignment. Alignment. But it's not for your sake.
Because if you are going to step into alignment, you have to understand that it will be given all by and under His sovereignty. The prophetic of the alignment will confront you with a demand of faith. Let me say that again. The prophetic in the alignment will confront you with a demand of faith. And faith comes from hearing God. Faith says Hebrews 11 chapter 11 verse 1 it says I like this. there's a version that says faith is the substance of things hoped for. I love that version. And the most important word of that verse, many people feel inclined to think that is faith. It's not even substance, it's hope. Do you have a hope? Because if you have a hope, you have a word. And the word will become a substance that will build faith in you. The way that Paul wrote it in Hebrews comes out of the word this in Greek. What I like the way faith came to be, as per the first mention, is emna. And that's different. Because emna comes from a place of establishment. Emna was mentioned the first time in the Bible when Moses was in front of this huge battle and he had his two men there with him lifting up his arms. And when they sat Moses in the rock, it says there, Faith is sitting and being established on the word of God that will not move. So the prophetic for the alignment creates a demand of faith. And that faith came from a place in which you must have heard in order to have a hope. But it will require total changes. It will require total changes. The prophetic compromises and, and the prophetic invites God so that he will not be able to cover his will for your life. May I prove it to you biblically? Let's go to Genesis. Let's go to Genesis. Genesis 18. Father, help me. Pastor, I, I, never, I forgot to ask you how much time I have. Wow. Genesis 18, verses 17 and 18. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham, my friend, and servant, what I am going to do? It says, Since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed through him, and shall bless themselves by him. Is the Lord going to cover up something from you when he has entrusted you with such a promise to bless the nations of the world? Oh no! If you are in alignment, the Lord will not be able to uncover, to deny you anything. He, the heavens will be open. You will be walking under open revelation. Yes, yes, yes. You will be walking under an open revelation. So he desires that you and I know that he will do in us as he has chosen us to be blessed and be a blessing. You are being blessed just to become a blessing unto others. Amen? But that won't require that you get aligned. And by alignment, let me throw there, let me drop there another word. You must be able to authorize 
that that God have, wants to happen in your life, you must be able to authorize it. It requires authorization. What do I mean by authorization? It requires that you're willing, that you're open, that you submit to his ways. You have to come in alignment with the prophetic. Because when you come into alignment with the prophetic, you align yourself and hear this out, you will align your generations after you. You will align your generations after you. You will be able to bless your generations. See, when I was given the design, I remember that I spent three months just praying and writing and working. And it's, it, it, can I, I am not religious whatsoever. I'm, I'm not religious. When I tell you that I was praying and reading, yes, I was reading the Word, but yes, I was reading also the information that I needed to read to come up with the designs that I needed to come up with. I was studying. I was putting myself to work. I was studying finances. I was studying businesses. I was studying the stock market. Because if I was going to be entrusted with something, let me speak to you financially, it needed to have an ROI. It needed to have a return on all the investment that I was putting into. I was not going to do just anything because I felt Nice, and I was speaking in tongues. No, I'm talking to you that I was working. So as I was building, you know, the infrastructure, the bylaws, the incorporation, the business model, I have nothing. My, 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 many people were surrounding me, and oh, I get Apostle Femi. On the last night when he was, you know, talking about mockery. Because everybody was telling me, you're crazy. You must be crazy. This is not the moment to open up a business in Puerto Rico. Financials are not good. This is not the right environment. But I was there. There is when the faith, you know, lifts you up. I said, God told me. God told me. I believe that I'm putting out the word. I am doing it. And I came up with a design. And when I finished it, and I wrote it down, and I even even put it, you know, to this very, you know, nice document, I'm like, God, okay, now, here it is. Now what? And I already knew even how much I needed. And it was now a little more. I just knew. Because I went down even to the budget. I feel like I am talking to some people here. Yes. I remember that through the process, I was, you know, being treated for my illness. Although the Lord told me that my illness was not unto death, but for life. But it's a grueling process to go through treatment for cancer. It's not funny. And not being able to whine or be crying and be mopey all the time. I was still doing ministry because the Lord told me, you will go and you will pour out of people just for you to understand that it is not because of you, it's because of me and you. And by the end, you should understand that it is not unto death but to life. And I have to tell you, God did it. When he told me that he was going to do it, he did it. I'm cancer-free for three years now. <laughs> Full and complete remission. Like the doctor tells me, I don't even know why you come every six months. And I, and I keep on telling him, I come so that you keep believing that it was God. <laughs> See? 
a living testimony of what he is able to do. And I will keep on coming, and I will keep on coming just to document, just to document, amen, that he is able to do it. It says in Genesis 18:19, and I am going to start wrapping up. Genesis 18:19, it says, For I have known, chosen, and acknowledged him as my own, so that he may teach and command his children and the sons of his house after him to keep the way of the Lord and to do what is just and righteous, so that the Lord may bring Abraham what he has promised him. Let me wrap it up in here. How did Abraham came into alignment with God? Let's answer that question. And that will give you the beginnings of what you need to start doing in the next months. I feel that the next three months are very important for a change in season. Every biblical season was completed in three months. Chapter 17 of Genesis, you write it down, you read it at home. It said by chapter 17, the story of Abraham began him by him being called himself Abraham. On chapter 12 of Genesis. By chapter 17, from chapter 12 to chapter 17, 24 years have passed. In the midst of 24 years, by the year 12, he came out of his relatives with the word of God that he was going to be given a son. He carried a promise, a word, a hope. But by the 12th year of that hope not yet being fulfilled, Sarah felt, by that time she was Sarai, she felt that she can have an opinion on God's promise. Hear me out. Sometimes along the way you have a promise and you feel tempted because you have not seen the promise being fulfilled yet to bring forth an opinion. Sarah's opinion bring forth an Ishmael. But Ishmael was not the fulfillment of the promise. So from the time Ishmael was born, on Genesis 14 to Genesis 17, 13 years have passed by and the Bible does not record that God spoke to Abraham on those years. Because when you bring forth your opinion, you shut the mouth of the Lord. But by chapter 17, because he is sovereign, he calls on Abraham and told him, walk before me. And be straight, be of integrity. He was calling him to alignment. He was calling him to alignment. He was calling him to alignment. And in order for Abraham to align, several things needed to happen. Allow me to number them for you just very quickly. The first thing that it needed to happen for alignment is that Abram needed to circumcise himself and all the people under his covering. Why? Because God needed to establish a difference between Abraham his people, I should say, call him Abram at this moment still. Abram, his people, and the rest of the people of the world, there's got to be a sign of covenant in you. That was the first change 
that needed to happen for alignment. Now, the second thing that needed to happen for alignment was that they needed to change their names. It was Abram. And she was Sarai. Oh, and let me lay this down. I hope, I wish I, I could have more time. Unfortunately, I don't have that much. But let me lay down as quickly as possible. And I hope it blesses you. The Hebrew alphabet is an alphanumeric alphabet. Which means that those symbols, they are letters and numbers at the same time concurrently. Also, they each call out an attribute of God. So for, from a Jewish and a Hebrew perspective, if you just simply go through the alphabet, you just mention out loud the alphabet, you're praying. Because it is a divine language. So when God builds up and comes up with names, he is giving them in those names the prophetic, his essence, his word, by numbers and by letters and by symbols. And Sarai, that letter E that sounds like an E in Sarai is a letter that is called Gimel. Gimel is, is number 10. However, that letter that made her name sound Sarai did not allow her womb to receive seed because it gives her a quality of the masculine. So God needed to address her see her identity so that she will come in alignment with her design. This is, not a, this is not a women's conference, but I, I cannot miss this opportunity. Do not let the world distract you in your design. Do not let come to alignment with your design. He calls you a certain way to be able to carry things a certain way as a woman. So he needed to take that letter which represented number 10 and divide it. He needed to take out of her what blocked her. But then for him, he needed to add in him what he was missing. So when you take that letter and you divide it 10 by 2, it's 5. Right? And the letter that represents 5 in the Hebrew alphabet is A. So now she is Sarah. And he is Abraham. And that letter calls out the Ruan Hakodesh, the Holy Ghost. And that letter calls out the breath of God. Because sometimes you understand that the Ruan Hakodesh is merely a Holy Spirit or a Holy Ghost. What it really is is the breath of God. You, you know what is the breath of God? The breath of God is His own name. So He's changing them and aligning them to His own nature to become the fulfillment of his name. Oof. Are you are you are you being blessed? Are you picking up on this? See, this is the prophetic. This is the prophetic. This is the real prophetic that pushes you into the apostolic. So when now God calls Abraham by his new name, they are in alignment because now he will go home and instead of calling Sarai, he will begin to say Sarah. And her, instead of calling Abraham, he will be that she will begin to say 
Abraham. And every time they call on their names, they are prophesying to the atmosphere and calling the atmosphere into alignment. And that needed to happen in the next three months. See, in chapter 17, God dealt with Abraham for alignment. He even went to the floor. Many people say that Sarah was the first one who laughed. She was not the first one. He was laughing at the floor first. See, because his misalignment wanted to call out his opinion. You need to be aware of that. When he went to the floor, he said unto God within himself, May Ishmael still lives before you. When he said that, he said, May my opinion still stand up before you. And the Lord said, I tell you, by this time next year, I will give you a son from Sarah. Your alignment is not from your opinion. It's from my word. It's from my promise. It comes forth from alignment. Jesus. It won't happen as per your thoughts. It will happen because of his word. Back with him. 
you to come with me. Because I have in my house bread for you. I have water to wash your feet. And I can even provide you with a shadow for you to rest. I have to ask you, this is a question, but it's an important question. Is it your tabernacle ready to receive the word? Is your tabernacle big enough and equipped enough to feed the word? Is it your tabernacle able to wash the feet of the word? Is it your tabernacle able to bring the word to rest in your house? Because now the visitation of the word is because three months have passed and the promise said that one year, the next year around this time. So if a year is 12 to 13 months in the Hebrew calendar, something has to happen now. Something has to happen. See, there is when you come forth your faith. They were old. They didn't have the possibilities in their biology. They have the identity of God in their alignment. And by alignment, after that visitation, that visit told him, I surely tell you, Abraham, that I'm coming back next year. So now it's nine months for the year to be fulfilled. I am surely telling you, if he's telling you for sure, it's because he's standing before you right now, right? So in that expression, I am surely telling you that I am coming back next year. He's telling you eternity has just entered your home. I am here now. I will remain here and I will come next year. But when I come next year, you will have your son, your promise, your fulfillment inside of you. All tribe, it is time for alignment. It is time for alignment. Has anybody can witness that you needed this word? It is your time, it is your season for alignment. You have to get ready. You can log on to thetribelagos.com or email us at hello at thetribelagos.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter on The Tribe Lagos. God bless.